Hello and welcome everybody to Diceless Dungeons. Hello. I am your tyrannical overlord, Simon. And I am Winnie. I'm going along to get along. Yep. And today we're going to be reminiscing about some of our greatest hits of the old days. Yeah. This is this was honestly one of my all-time favorite campaigns. So I actually have a pretty decent jumping off point, I think. Player X, our DM, at the very beginning, was, like, asking all of the players, like, oh, uh, what houses you guys want to be in? And I was like, I was keeping it real. I was like, I'm an evil fuck. Let's see Slytherin. But Simon was all like, no, I'm Ravenclaw. You see, well, I, w- I, I, I hold intellectual... F- prowess to be the most potent of all I, pursuits I, I was <laughs> that's what you sound like i i was planning okay so this was a harry potter game <laughs> obviously and i was planning to legitimately have a have fun adventures in hogwarts no <laughs> yes i was i was i was like i'm gonna be in ravenclaw because ravenclaw ravenclaw has the best dormitory fight me it's never actually described in the books. Yes, so it is. No. Yes, it is. Yeah. The location is, but nobody ever goes to the Ravenclaw dormitory. No, they do. No. They do because they get the tiara at, in the seventh book. The seventh book is shit and you know <laughs> That doesn't mean it didn't happen. <laughs> yes, it does. So, anyway, beginning, you were trying to get into Ravenclaw and I convinced our DM to subvert that. And force you to be in Slytherin with me. But you were the one that did that? Yes, I was like... You were the one that made him put me in Slytherin. I was like, Player X, Player X, listen, listen, my... Listen, I'm gonna do some fucked up shit. (laughs) And I'm gonna drag my two friends into it with me, regardless of what they say. And he was like, "Mm, mm, you're you're right, you're right. Slytherin! It was beautiful. Man, this goes against the principles of player freedom <laughs> that I hold so dear to my heart. Uh, it's, it's funny because he was right. He was right to put you in Slytherin, you sick fuck. <laughs> I, listen, listen. I only did it because you were already leaning in that direction. So Anyway, let's no, start no. this right. Let's start this. Come on. Let's progress through. So he, yeah, so he forces us into Slytherin. Yeah, and for context, so this is Player X, our player that we've had our ups and our downs with. Mm-hmm, but I think, downs. Uh, but uh, as a player, but both Winnie and I agree that he is an excellent DM. Yes. Uh, I think he runs great games. Absolutely. And I love every game. What's What other games? I mean, I love this game. Horror. And his horror games. Yeah, yeah both five-star games. I love them. Uh, so he was going to run this Harry Potter game, and and I can't believe that he let you do that, because I thought he wanted us to not do... Well, I tricked him into doing it. Oh. <laughs> yep. Okay. <laughs> I so... was like, come on, man. You know, you know deep, in, deep in your heart that those two other guys aren't trustworthy. He's like, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Slytherin for all. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, so... Keep that in mind when you're a DM that it's easy to be pushed into something by one player or another. 
Especially if one of them is Winnie. Uh-huh. Freaking scheming vizier. I'm, I'm a bad person. So, okay. So we got the game started. And we got sorted all into Slytherin. Which I thought was bullshit. Because I said I wanted to be in Ravenclaw. And then I got put in Slytherin anyways. And now I know why that happened. You never told me that before, you asshole. I know. I was saving it. So, <laughs> so another thing that 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 started the game was we got to choose like one special trait that our character had like a plot trait i don't know if i remember yours but mine was bullshit i uh, one of them was called like 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 heritage or something i was like yeah sure and it ended up being the invisibility cloak which kind of uh instantly broke the game instantaneously (laughs) broke the game yeah yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah. See, I, I, the thing is, is I don't really remember what happened. Like, I, I'm really fuzzy on the beginning, like, after we were sorted to when stuff really started blowing up in, in, in the game. It, it wasn't, it really wasn't much, like, uh, we would, we would wake up, skip everything that we possibly could, and endlessly stay in the library. Oh, yes, the to, library. <laughs> to roll. Because... Because this was, okay, this was a homebrew game, and Player X had made, Player X had made library use a stat. No, it was, so there was, there was like core, there was core ability things, like magic roll stuff. Yeah. And then there were spell ability things, and then there were like professions essentially and library use was in the profession no but see the thing is so here's the thing i uh i didn't take library use because i was like okay okay big brain time (laughs) we're gonna be playing a a harry potter game and i was like strength based character Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that was and the reason is is because evasion evading spells was a strength-based stat. It was, was an athletics-based stat in the system he made. The profession, uh, another profession, you know, athletics. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Winnie went entirely library use. No point, not a single point into anything else interesting. Not one. <laughs> Just library use. And I went hard athletics. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, he just started spending all day in the library, which was completely broken mm-hmm. because uh, the library has like all magic knowledge in it. Yes, every single portion. And like, I, I would just, it was a D20 system. So every time we would have like a 15 minute break from classes, I would be like, okay, I go to the library and I get really close to the restricted section and I roll. <laughs> <laughs> And I fucking, you know, every once in a while, I would get a natural 20 and unlock, like, 5th, 6th level spells Uh and just be like, oh, cool. Look at this sick potion. Oh, my God. So, so year one, we're still hanging out in the Slytherin common room. And then I unlock the bullshit, bullshit recipe for... Felix Felices, which I oh, yeah. immediately start peddling like a drug dealer, and we get so rich. Yep, <laughs> we and, get rich as fuck. And meanwhile, while he's doing this, uh, I am—I took Transfiguration as my primary, mm-hmm. and like at the beginning, I was trying to not be a bad person, but like <laughs> I just started. Pro- <laughs> I was, I was, but I just like progressively kept 
pushing the boundaries of transfiguration. So it's like, okay. Like, I mean, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I I will defend this because there are no ethics. There are no there's no like PETA <laughs> in Harry Potter land, okay? There are no ethics for what you can do to animals. You know what You're I'm right. saying? The end justifies the means. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> So I would just start merging animals together into horrific monstrosities. Yeah, it very quickly turned into a John Carpenter film. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so as I recall... Oh, yes, and there was another person playing this game with us, actually. Oh, yeah. Galen. Yes. Who was just kind of in the background. He's, uh, a, he's a problem player in another way, in which he doesn't contribute much and generally just kind of tags along and yeah. does... He doesn't... He doesn't interact with an NPC or another player unless that player or NPC directly addresses him. Yeah. Which is uh, problematic. Yeah. But still, he was a great player to bully into doing things. <laughs> yep. Uh, I really have no recollection of what he did in the game until Dude, later. he was a half-giant! Oh, was he? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that at all. Dumb as a rock and a half-giant. It was beautiful. <laughs> He was he was okay at, I think it was charms or some bullshit. He wanted to do shields. Yeah, yeah, and like he was the tank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he was the Harry Potter tank. Um. So <laughs> so of course I was I was I was the jock. I was just doing transfiguration monstrosities and winning at all athletics forever. Oh, my, you were doing library use. Oh, my favorite. Okay, I'm sorry to go back, but my favorite of your disgusting creations was at one point. You were hanging out between classes while I was grinding in the library, and you had a rock, a spider, and you conjured a parrot. Oh yes, I re- no, I remember this. I was I was under I was under the tree by the by the lake uh-huh. out there, and I was like, "What happens if I fuse something inanimate with two living things?" <laughs> right? It was beautiful. <laughs> it made a lot of squealing, squawking sounds, which was which was very. Very fun. Yeah. Went dark real quick. And this is interesting because, you know, uh, Player X, who was running the game, really did... It's kind of interesting because he was he really does embl- embrace a lot of player freedom when he runs games. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Which is great. He was just going along with this. He was like, well, this is the way we're going. And, I, and it was evidently clear that this was all going to go downhill very quickly. And... And okay, what led us into our great first evil act? Well, if you'll if you'll remember, uh, <laughs> one of the in in one of the most douchebaggy player moves I've ever seen, the thing that you would do when I was grinding in the library was you would ask the paintings question. Oh yes, yes, you yes. utter <laughs> asshole. Because I, I I was like okay. We gotta unlock all the secrets <laughs> of this entire castle, year one. Mm-hmm. So of course, I just started abusing any mechanics I could, and of course, the paintings have been there on the wall for countless years. So I was just like systematically asking the paintings all the way through Hogwarts. But dude, it was worse than that. You were asking the paintings on the floor with the room of a requirement. You, you, you carpetbagger, you. (laughs) 
Well, okay. It's I <laughs> I read all the books. Uh-huh. I get to use that knowledge if we're going. So again, this is another th- thing. If you play in an established setting yeah. that people understand, if you're a DM running a game in an established setting that the players know, they are nine times out of ten going to abuse the shit it was like oh out of the setting they understand we know what ro- what floor the room of requirement is on better ask all of these infinite npcs stapled to the walls about you know secrets and stuff until the fishing finally pays off yeah yep and it did and we found the room of requirement year 1 mm-hmm. it was just like a month or two in yeah. too yeah we, we yep he was going day by day. Yeah. <laughs> so. That's the other thing. Like, if you don't do time skips so much, you, you like, you feel like you need to put in a significant event in, like, every day yep. in a game, right? So if you don't do time skips in a, in a year-by-year Hogwarts setting, players are just going to get ridiculous in, like, year one, which is exactly what happened. So... So you, so finally a painting tips, tips you off and you excitedly come to me and we stand out in the hallway in front of the room of requirement with our characters in game having no way of knowing what the room of requirement is. And we think in our, and think and wish in our heart of hearts for a room where we can never be caught doing magical experiments. (laughs) So, we open the door, and because the room of requirement is what it is, it has teleported the majority of the restricted section into our own private library. So, at this point, I mean, like, Player X loved this. He was like, yeah, keep going. Yeah, no, no. Do it more. he, he, He embraced... Our quest for ultimate power and our inevitable descent into true evil in our first year as 11-year-olds at Hogwarts. So we step inside and, the, and we, look to each other, we look at each other and we're like, why would we ever leave this room? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so we do not. I leave every once in a while in the invisibility cloak to get food. And then besides that, we never leave. <laughs> And we start, exp- well, you have library use yep. and you import oh, all your knowledge onto me. Well, okay. So, so library use, one of the first things I do, which was absolutely fucking broken is I was, uh, I was like, okay, okay. Player X, I alphabetized the library and he's like, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> so, you know, a couple days into this, I find the Horcrux book. Year one, baby. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, oh, God, sweet Jesus. And I put that to the side. And Simon's character's eyes dart over menacingly. <laughs> but uh, I, the other thing I find that is uh, uh, of extreme plot pertinence is uh, garroting gas. Which is uh, <laughs> something in the books that supposedly, from the vague descriptions of it, uh horribly asphyxiates anyone who breathes it in so with the thought that i would be pursuing my potions career i start creating mass amounts of it (laughs) in a in a giant glass vial and it just so happens coincidentally 
around the same time, we discovered darkness powder. Mm. <laughs> right. The uh, the the wizarding weasel, uh, weaselly whizzes or whatever the yeah. fuck <laughs> that, that, that were the equivalent of dark flashbangs. Uh, and we just, you know, invented it year one over a long weekend. <laughs> yep. So, uh, I don't know. Did it start with a joke? No. It started with a, uh, uh, someone encroached upon our territory. Someone else found the, wait, I think Galen broke our cover. Doesn't that sound right? That does sound right, but I don't remember what happened. He, no, he fucking just walked out in the hallway oh, and yeah, attacked right. a student. Oh, yes, he did. <laughs> this is Galen's fault. We are completely justified. <laughs> yeah. No, so Galen Galen was getting bored because he was just hanging out, not doing anything. He while had us, we nothing were just, to do. Yeah, we were just endlessly, which, to be fair to Galen, this was an action, like, he normally doesn't do stuff like this, but I guess he was pushed to the point. <laughs> Of being this. bored. Normally he doesn't take the initiative. <laughs> but now I remember, yeah. But like oh, but like we were just like both metagaming still. We were just metagaming doll shit, right? Just okay. Super douchebag player move. Constantly asking the DM if you can roll for something. Yeah. That is the worst. It, it is that needs that is that is total bullshit. If you are still unfortunate enough to be using D20s, shut that shit down immediately. Just be like, no, stop. Other people need to do things while you are doing this task that should be taking you a long amount of time. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Side note. <laughs> um, yeah, and so Mr. Half-Giant Dumb as a Rock just decided to walk out of the room that we had our perfect cover. And this was after we'd been gone for months. Mm-hmm. Like, we were presumed dead at this point. <laughs> yep. They, no, they were considering closing the school because three students had gone missing and were presumed dead. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> so he walks out and someone sees him walks out, walk out because player X just is tired of our bullshit. Yeah. Just absolutely sick of it. <laughs> and, and, and the it's a prefect, of course, and the prefect is like, hey, who, hey, hold up. And... <laughs> And Galen just fucking lays down fire. He's like, oh shit. Now I can finally use some of this crazy dark magic my friends have been teaching me. Sectum Sempra. (laughs) (laughs) So he mauls a prefect. and, and, And we panic. He comes barging back into the room and he's like, oh my god, I just attacked someone. They're screaming out in the hallway. And we like, this is is an odd moment. There's no justification for this. We were, I don't know, it was like a joke slash. Well, I think you said it first. You were like, I have all this garage gas. I do. I did have all that garroting gas. And this was this was evening time, so everyone, the entire school is in the great hall having dinner, and and I don't know. It was just like okay, we ha- okay we ha- we ha- we have to figure out a deal with this before someone because dis- they're going to discover the body right outside our hidden compound. So so it quickly escalated to the idea where we have to eliminate 
all witnesses. <laughs> all witnesses in the school have to be dealt with right now. No Russians. <laughs> okay, so like, oh my god. I also had made, of course, a hazmat suit to fucking, uh, <laughs> to work on my insanely toxic potions with. So I give that to you. And uh, I also give you ooh, eight, ten giant vials of this extremely corrosive, potent uh, 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 <laughs> mustard gas, essentially. And you give me the instant darkness powder. No, I just mixed it in. Oh, right. <laughs> just, just stirred that shit up. <laughs> it's fine. I rolled like an 18. <laughs> and had insane levels in potions. Yep, just nothing, nothing but potions. Potions and library use. So... Yep. I go downstairs with a giant glass ball. Well, okay. So first you toss it out into the hallway to end that prefect. Yeah. You toss one. Yeah. She dies. Yeah. Authorities show up and panic. They're like, holy fucking shit. And they immediately sound the alarm. And to just, evacuate. Yes, to ev- Yes! <laughs> There's mustard gas in the corridors. Another student is dead. <laughs> And so they start, you know, an exodus of, of of Hogwarts. Yep, and they're all and they all are going for the front doors. And and uh they're panicking and uh Simon, armed with wizardly mustard gas, approaches the back of the horde, and player X gives us a very meaningful glance and rolls several D20s with an increasing Look of frustration on his face. Hey, D20 systems, baby. They all rolled like under five. (laughs) Every single one of the teachers, including the non-Dumbledore headmaster. So, okay, sure, no god-tier wizards there. But still, (laughs) all experts in their field rolling like a three. (laughs) Yep, yep. Uh, legendary, legendary, legendarily bullshit, but legendary nonetheless, and you have to follow what the die rolls in D20 systems. So, uh, you know. And not to mention, like, they probably all have had, like, massive bonuses to their roles, but again, when in D20 systems, the thing about D20 systems is... What really drives what happens is what you get on the roll. Yeah. Your, your your modifier doesn't matter. It's what is face up on the roll. Is what in my experience. So when everyone rolls low, you think it's there's this natural inclination to be like everyone fails. So yep, it's a problem. So you know, all the other kids in the pumped up kicks, like, <laughs> <laughs> wings, <laughs> just just whips. The gas canister out over the center of the crowd and shoots a stupefy at it. Yep. Shattering it. Everything goes dark (laughs) from the instant darkness powder. (laughs) And we only get like half of them, but half of the population of Hogwarts died that day. And I, I really don't know why. I think we were just caught up in the forward moment. He just kept giving us dark evil abilities and yeah. we were like well shit we gotta use and these. we were still 11 years old technically <laughs> at this point i want to point out yes you know normal 11 year old things and uh and then came a a beautiful one of the most 
gorgeous time skips I've ever experienced as a player. So uh, Hogwarts is abandoned. No one returns to it because it's the site of this horrendous, unexplainable, magical massacre. <laughs> and so we sit in the Room of Requirement for six years <laughs> reading books. <laughs> Uh, probably, uh, pro uh, probably maybe the most glorious time skip I've ever experienced in a game. He just kept asking, so like, you know, a, a month passes, are you guys doing anything else? And, oh, okay, so well, I did one, do different things. <laughs> one thing, uh, I was just reading. I, I was, I was just reading and, uh, trying to perfect potions, which he continued to allow me to do. And then I, I got like a... Barrett 50 cal sniper rifle with a thermal scope, and I enchanted it with accuracy. Yep, so and then you gave it to me because I was the athletics character. <laughs> <laughs> Magical bullet. I forgot why. No, but okay, wait, hold on. There was because so, like technology doesn't work around yeah, Hogwarts, but, but camera. But but that little pissant in fucking the second Harry Potter book, his camera worked. So oh, if yeah. you enchant it with magic, it's magic. And the anti-muggle field doesn't work Oh, anymore. I also think it's also, like, it's because we argued that because of the camera working, like, mechanical things worked. <laughs> yep. Like, digital things didn't work. So a mechan... <laughs> I, I don't know, but I don't know about the thermal scope. I do remember the sniper rifle. I didn't... Maybe we just got away with the thermal scope, We got too. away with the thermal scope. We're <laughs> just like, oh, just fuck it. You know, it's like... It, um, okay. I'm not proud... I'm no, not... no, the worst of the story is already passed. Come on. Yes. <laughs> is it compared to what I did next? Y yes, I would say, because it's still on a smaller scale. <laughs> is it? Okay. <laughs> I, I, was, I was young when we played this game. <laughs> young and impressionable. <laughs> <laughs> and I was already fully committed to evil. Yeah, it was interesting. We were going places. And I wanted to practice transfiguration. So, so I started going on sojourns out to muggle villages. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, oh is that? No, that's what I was talking fuck. about. Oh my God, I forgot about that. What were you thinking of? Um, the Horcrux. Oh yeah, the Horcrux. Was... I was like... This is an odd thing to draw the line at morally, Simon. And I just started mass kidnapping entire families of muggles. <laughs> and and we had and we had um um from the fourth book we had um we had Mad Eye Moody's trunk at oh, that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bag of holding. So know. I just had I so I had an inf an infinite trunk prison. <laughs> And I just started, sh like, shoving muggles into it for my horrific, like, just making these monstro- fused monster monstrosities. We fed them. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, another thing we did. Another thing you did. You took care of magical creatures. <laughs> you you bought off, like, the dark web a, a uh, giant spider egg. And you just yeah. bred a colony yep. of giant spiders. So I was breeding us an army of giant spiders <laughs> and horrifically malformed, mind-controlled muggle monsters. Uh, and that continued for some time. What were you doing with the families? Were you just, like, fusing them together into gross monsters? Yeah, but then I was using Transfiguration to give them, like, to, like, split them open and make, like, bone <laughs> blades and shit. Sweet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
okay, okay. But then, uh, at some point during the six-year time skip, you did decide to start studying Horcruxes. Yeah. And, uh, you know, 14-year-old that you were, you, you had it on lockdown. <laughs> you were like, yeah, no problem. I got this. And uh, his, uh, Player X's description of it was... It was okay, a little edge lordy. Do you remember it at all? Yeah, I remember a little bit about it. So it you, like... you make like a full metal alchemist pentagram on the ground, you step inside it, clouds rise up all around the pentagram so nobody but you can see what's going on inside, and like your chest rips open and oh, a yeah, little yeah, baby yeah, yeah. comes out, and the baby like screams, and then you like eat the baby? The baby eats something and then disappears? <laughs> the baby was either eaten or consumed. <laughs> In some other way. But anyway, you made, like, we, we made your Horcrux this, like, enchanted block of, like, iron. Yeah. And then we <laughs> Very took it. Very practical. We took it and we dropped it into the center of the ocean. <laughs> because Voldemort was an idiot. Voldemort was an idiot. We knew how to do this shit properly. Just, just... And we researched it, too. We were like, okay, we don't have muggle knowledge let's let's research the ocean and then we found like the mariana yeah. trench and then we <laughs> dropped it into the mariana trench and i had to sacrifice a few muggles when i did it or something yeah, it was some cares? dark ritual you know they come cheap man okay but but okay time to come back to to galen actually because galen was around this whole time oh my god yeah he was so another thing we found in our research of those six years was fiend fire Yep, <laughs> which, of course, Galen, because I was whispering in his ear like worm tongue the whole time, had gone entirely into dark arts. Yeah, but I actually was the first one to use fiend fire. You were? Yeah. What so, did you use it on? So I was, I was, I decided I was going to experiment with fiend fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think this was after I made my horcrux. I was like, okay, I have a horcrux. I'm all good. Let's experiment with fiend fire. Yeah, I think you're right. And th no, this is what, and this is the event that forced us to abandon Hogwarts. Are you sure? No, no, actually, it didn't. It destroyed some of Hogwarts. Yeah. And but not all of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. I went down into the basement. I was like, oh, surely if I just enchant a room with the most powerful magical protective spells possible <laughs> and fire fiend fire into it to see what happens, yep. everything will go great. Well, apparently everything, fire fiend, <clears throat> fire, wow, fiend fire trumps fucking everything. Yeah. Which, was, which is good. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, it makes sense. It so it exploded in my face. The only reason I survived was because I had insane athletics. And I outran the fiend fire <laughs> all the way up to the top of Hogwarts. But Galen, um, oh. Galen was was living in the Great Hall in a tent. <laughs> yep. And he had no idea what was going on as the fire just completely consumed the lower section of the castle and sadly brought to an end his half-giant character. Yes. But I was fine. You were fine. You just fucking, like, ran on the walls like it was the Matrix. But poor, poor Galen with not enough athletic skill. <sighs> it was the first character death. Yeah. And uh, and he rolled up another character pretty quickly. Yeah, I, I don't I even don't... remember what it was. It's just some dude. Yeah. <laughs> just some guy. 
was a, it was a wizard. He sh- and he showed up in the castle and we were like, hey, buddy. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> because, of course, we wanted to contrive the party together. Yep. As one always should. So we were just like, oh, random wizard. You're cool. We're not going to kill you even though we bombed half the school. So, oh, man. Now my memory gets a little hazy. Uh, I'm pretty sure... After that, the massive flare-ups of fiend fire at Hogwarts alerted the authorities that something was going on. Yeah. So they showed a a SEAL Team 6 of horrors. <laughs> yep. yep. Show up in our seventh year of Hogwarts, and we're like, oh, oh, shit, maybe. So they just kind of, like, lay siege to us. They don't go in at first, because yeah. they're trying to figure out what's going on. So... <laughs> A lot earlier, we had gotten a hint at, for a uh, quest hook at Hogwarts that we had completely ignored to just read books for six years. And we were like, shit, the cops are outside. Six years later, we should probably yeah. check on that. <laughs> so we, we go to the closet in question. We open up the, the hatch in the door and we drop down. And there's a fucking sphinx inside who asks us the riddle from the labyrinth. <laughs> oh yeah should we look at that up to get the exact wording of it i it's the labyrinth it's the it's the like one of us tells the truth one of us always lies yes so i was like oh shit out of character this is the labyrinth riddle so me and simon go outside and we talk about it and we're like okay i'm pretty sure it's this i'm pretty sure it's this but just to make sure we should cheat. <laughs> yep, exactly. No better insurance to a riddle than cheating. <laughs> I was like, riddles suck. I hate this. And I looked it up. And we were right. We were right. We were 100% correct. But you, we did cheat. Yes. It was, Shamelessly. Yes. The answer was ask one of them what the other one would say, which I still think is kind of a meh answer if one of them always lies and one of them always tells the truth, one of them could lie well and lead you astray. <laughs> one of them, yeah, that riddle has always been bullshit in my eyes, anyways. Yeah, but you know, I don't like whatever. Riddles. We cheated. Yeah, that's the. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Player X. We cheated. No, uh, the truth had to come out at some point. Player X is never gonna listen to this. So another thing is, don't use riddles. Riddles suck. Yeah. Riddles are like, require a shared pool of knowledge, which made sense in, you know, medieval times. <laughs> well, I, I think, I think riddles where you just ask it and you, and, and it has to, if, if you set up the answer to the riddle, I think it's okay. Like if you've, if, if you've like provided the answer and then. Oh, you in add, story or Yeah. Something? And then yeah, you okay. ask, and then yeah, it's like, sure. you know, you, you like. And like you know, you had them find a book, and you and then the answer is in the book, and then the, and then the book pertains to when they're asked the question, and you're and then then you can sort of make them feel like they're answering a riddle, but really trying to trying to just like throw out a question that some people may or may not know the answer to, uh, or if you make them up, you have no way of judging how other people are going to be able to figure out your made-up riddle. It may make total sense to you because you made it up, but that's no guarantee to anyone else. So it is kind of bullshit to use riddles. Yes, I absolutely agree. Uh, 
Well, anyway, we cheat the Sphinx. Yep. And get past it, and it's fucking... So it's not Dumbledore's notes on the fucking immortality elixir used made of dragon's blood, but it's alternate universe. Unicorn blood. Yeah. Oh. It's unicorn blood that's the elixir of immortality. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, fucking okay. I, I'm over here being a Harry Potter rules lawyer. Are you sure about that? I'm sure, because that's why the, the the immortality elixir... Oh, wait, no, are you no, talking about Dr. Flamel? Are you talking no, about... that's the thing. Like, I, I know what... I think you were thinking about stuff that happened later, but the thing is, is, like, we never did anything with the quest reward from the Sphinx. Oh, that's right. No, we didn't. Because it was too dangerous? I think because it was too dangerous? Or we just we forgot di- about it? We were distracted. We were doing other shit. Like, he had dropped some, like, heavy lore hints about Dementors at some point that we were really interested in. And, like, uh, yeah, we just forgot about it. We had the notes. We just never did anything with them. Man. Hilarious. I mean, you already had a Horcrux, and That's I was true. like, eh, fuck it. I, <laughs> I'd rather make more weapons of mass destruction than, you know, make this immortality elixir. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, after we did the Sphinx thing, SEAL Team 6 is like, oh shit, okay. They did the plot-relevant thing in there. Uh, we're, we're gonna go in. And then, uh, uh, Player X realizes what horrible mistakes he's done. Because you fly around on your most expensive broom doing, like, earth bending and just making giant waves of, of, of rock to, like, bury the aurors. <laughs> and then at the same time, 360 no-scoping them with your fucking Barrett 50 cal. All while invisible, of course. Of course, naturally. You gotta use all the equipment you're given. Yes, yes, and, <laughs> and we did. And uh, they were they were mostly destroyed, but it was heavily implied that we should probably move on. So, how... Now, this is something I don't remember. How did we jump dimensions? Uh, no, okay, well... Uh, that is actually a long story. Is it? Yeah, because it, it, it involved the, the hints about the Dementors, and... Uh, but I thought there was just, like, some... It was just like boom, another dimension. No, we tra- No, it was the Dementors. We we traveled to like to to Sumeria. Oh yeah, that was first, wasn't yes, it? Yes, that was first. Okay, <laughs> right. So, so, <laughs> Seal Team Six storms Hogwarts. Yep. And uh, and. And we we just get out the hell out of Dodge. We yep. abandon Hogwarts because now I mean it's no longer a sanctuary. We and we kill all of your hostages and fill the chest with all of the books from yep. the library. <laughs> <laughs> and we GTFO. And we had been given hints about the origin of magic. Oh yeah. yeah in yeah. our readings. Right, right, right. And the and it was like and it was the the fertile valley the fertile crescent mm-hmm. the 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 first the origin of humanity oh man civili- civilization bless him player X wrote out hints in his basic bitch approximation of ancient Sumerian I know it was incredible <laughs> I was like what <laughs> I didn't look that shit up. nope. <laughs> 
Like, holy crap, man. That's some dedication to your weird-ass lore. I know. It was amazing. So, uh, there were some shenanigans that happened on the way to, to the, the Fertile Crescent. Uh, um, Is that when? Yeah. That's the, when Galen died again. Yeah, Galen died again <laughs> because we were flying We were flying over London, and, and I convinced him. I was like, man, you should just fire some fiend fire down at the Houses of Parliament. And he got, like, a one. <laughs> And, like, lit on fire and as a, like, burning corpse crashed into the top of Parliament as his, like, fire spread out through the city. Yep. Which was, you know, a king's death at yeah. the very least. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but eventually we make our way to uh, the Fertile Crescent and uh, there was a tree. God, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, there was like this ancient rotted, rotted out tree that uh that we learned through a series of magical visions was the source of all Dementors. Like they all like erupted out of this tree back like at the dawn of time. And Dementors were the source of magic. Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I don't no, remember no, no. why. No, no, no. It it was uh. uh Souls are the source of magic. Oh, and yeah. Dementors eat souls. Oops. So they... Uh, souls are the source of magic. And Dementors eat souls, so they are like these weird magic vampires. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like... So that being the case, every time you do a Horcrux... You split your soul, and so your magic gets half as effective. Which was bullshit. <laughs> I but I was, know. but I was already, I was already so. Do I was just a tech yeah. wizard at yeah. that point. I was just an athletics tech wizard, <laughs> uh, and so I was, I was barely even using magic anymore. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're I right. I was still using it some, but I was mostly bit. dependent on my insane. You would transfigure this. Yes. You would transfigure things and then physically interact with things. No, uh, no, okay. Now, and it was like, and we started like dicking around with the tree and started like casting all sorts of different magic on it. Yeah, we were asking for trouble. And suddenly the world split open because <laughs> we were fucking around with the source of magic. <laughs> um... And we fell in through a portal. Oh, what? I, I remember. I was trying to... One of us was trying to harvest, like, a branch to make a wand. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I wanted the wand. <laughs> right, I was right, like, right. I want a wand from the source of magic. <laughs> uh, and then the earth ate us. Uh, okay. So, so, so. Dimension. We, we, we hop dimensions. We are dumped into an alternate dimension. But an important thing is we forgot to mention... The only difference with the base setting that we were playing in, so base Harry Potter world, was that Grindelwald won instead of Dumbledore. So Magic Hitler had won. Yeah. And uh, so we jump dimensions and we get into the canon universe where Dumbledore won. Which was brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. I, I really liked that reveal. That yeah. That was funny. Yeah. So uh, we, we show up in this new dimension and we're like, oh, God, what the fuck? Okay, we need to hole up somewhere and figure shit out. So we, we fly to Japan and we find an island that has a couple holdouts from World War II that you quickly dispatch of with your, <laughs> your enchanted thermal scope sniper rifle. <laughs> yep. 
and uh, we, we make a nice island base, we, we dig deep, we have like this chamber in the very bottom where we keep a Dementor to study. Yep. He's completely trapped down there. And Galen has come in with another new rando character <laughs> yeah. that neither of us can remember. <laughs> and uh, uh, so we hole up and we start doing the same thing again. Uh, uh, we get we get Galen to make this giant, dank, magic shield. Yeah. Like the shield that the Gungans have in, in The Phantom Menace. So he turned this island into this magical, laboratory-enchanted fortress. Unassailable, completely unassailable, and we we get a subscription to the, the Daily Prophet, and so quickly learn up on you know oh shit we're in canon Harry Potter universe, normal Harry Potter universe. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, weird. That's fine. Why not? And, and this is this is before Harry Potter's time. This is still uh, Dark Lord using forces to rampage across Europe. So this is and yeah this well this is this is original order of the phoenix yeah timeline yes and we're just hanging out in japan <laughs> yep <laughs> making insanely potent magical devices to just create mass devastation mm -hmm. in general right but but unfortunately a insane magical island Tends to eventually attract attention. Especially when you're uh, sharing the same globe with uh, two insanely powerful wizards who can just, you know, scry anything they feel like. Yeah. Uh, so we gain attention from someone who's seeking power at the time, our good buddy Voldemort. Yep. And he he rolls up and he's uh, uh, he, he lands on the beach. And I go outside. I'm like, "Hey, man, what what's going on?" He's like, "I I've I've seen you amassing power here. Great confluxes confluxes of, of of magic have have been appearing on my on my magic crystal ball magic or, radar or whatever the fuck." And we're like, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was us. We've been doing. We're new in town. We're, I've been doing some experimenting. Uh, you have a a very." familiar look about you oh my god do you have a horcrux <laughs> which was the wrong thing to say <laughs> yeah <laughs> to be fair that was very much the wrong thing to say and uh, uh immediately there is murder in Voldemort's eyes and he whips out his wand to protect his secret and starts casting avada kedavra and i Hem asked to make an athletics roll to dodge. And I'm like, oh, fuck. This is not what I've been preparing for. So I drop like a sack of stones and get a natural 20. Ah, the blessing of the bullshit dice. And Voldemort. Uh, so I get a natural 20. And Player X is still, like, like grinning evilly. And, and Voldemort screams of Avada Kedavra. And, and Player X rolls that die. And he gets a natural 1. <laughs> so I, lying in the sand, get get a turn, and I press the panic button, which immediately fills the entirety of the magic shield with this mix of garroting gas and a couple of dashes of my own spice, which turn people inside out. And you, you tele, but you teleported into our compound right, right before you did that. I apparated. You hit the button. Player X looks at us, and then he picks up a die. <laughs> and he rolls the die 
He rolled it twice. Uh-huh. He rolled the die. He, he ro- was not satisfied with the first roll, so rolls it again. Uh, and I'm fine. <laughs> I, I show up nice and snug in bed. <laughs> and uh, Voldemort uh, rolled a one again because he was trying to apparate out of there and rolled a natural one and was subsequently turned inside out. I think he rolled a one and then he rolled like a two. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. he got one on the first one, yeah. and then a two. So we just straight ice Voldemort. <laughs> Voldemort gets gassed. Um, <laughs> so I, uh, we now have the inside-out corpse of Voldemort. And from our readings in the Daily Prophet, one of the uh, uh, most well-known enemies of Voldemort is this this bloke named Dumbledore. I think, but I think, no, Dumbledore found us. Oh shit! You're right. Oh my god. So so we're we're just like we clean up the inside out Voldemort. We, we keep him. Oh yeah, we keep him around. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and I don't know what our eventual plan was to deal with his um the fact that he was he had Horcruxes, but we never really got to that. Yeah. Uh, so we just keep hanging out <laughs> as before with with inside out Voldemort corpse. I was studying it or something. I don't know. I had I never had a corpse with a Horcrux before, so. And then one day, another guy rolls up at the island. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, round two. Uh, we go out, and it's Dumbledore. Friendly friend that he is, and he's like, hey, hey, man. Uh, <laughs> my uh, arch enemy has been missing for a while. Was kind of thinking he might have been around here, maybe. And they're like, "Oh yeah, yeah, here you want his corpse?" He's like, "Yes." <laughs> so we give him a pile of quivering flesh, and he takes it off and has it verified. And then he comes back, and he's like, "Okay, that was Voldemort. Um, thank you." <laughs> and no, and then he offers for us to join the Order of the Phoenix. And we're like, he's sitting down with us to tea yeah. in our like underground Japanese base with like screaming prisoners in the basement. <laughs> They're in soundproof cells, so it's fine. It's yeah, fine. it's fine. And so and so he's like, okay, yeah, you want to join the Order of the the Phoenix? And then he does a non allowed casting of Legilimens. Yeah. And like so player X has to kind of tell us he's doing this even though like our play our characters don't know and he rolls a, a natural, natural one. one. <laughs> Still winning. Yeah. Still winning. And, and he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, you guys seem fine." <laughs> <laughs> and he hires us? Question mark. Do we become teachers? Yes. Yes, we do. But sadly, our luck was about to run out. So, okay. I, I should add for context at this point. At this point, at some point in all this insanity, I had acquired uh, I had acquired unicorn blood. Oh, th- that was before we gassed the students. Oh, yeah. We just bought it. <laughs> yeah. On yeah. the dark one. Right. I forgot. <laughs> so I'd had this vial of unicorn blood around my neck. Just in case. Uh, just in case. Yeah. So, and and, t- and keep in mind, I'd left my Horcrux in the other dimension, so I had no idea if it was going to work or not. Uh, I asked Player X, and he said no, it wouldn't have Oh, worked. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I was at this point with half magical capabilities <laughs> with, with, a, with a Horcrux that wouldn't work. So we start teaching. Uh, we're back in Hogwarts. 
Uh, we I'm a potions professor. You're, I think you're dark arts. Yeah, I think I'm defense <laughs> against the dark arts. For some reason. <laughs> um, and maybe you can illuminate me on this, because at some point I end up alone with Snape. Dude, okay, so, like, we end a session one night. We're, like, done. We're, like, I just did my classes normally. Oh, yeah. I did, like, oh, oh, so we had, that session, uh, Dumbledore had come down on us because we had gone out into the Forbidden Forest and created, like, a, a, a cage full of unicorns. And he was like, guys. Oh, yeah. He was <laughs> like, that's a big no-no. <laughs> these are the embodiment of innocence. This is, uh, this is not, a." Uh, Legilimens? <laughs> and then he rolls like a two again. <laughs> and he's like, oh shit, I guess they were just curious about their magical <laughs> properties. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, uh, after that, like I turn in for the night and I'm like, guys, get the fuck out of here. We've been playing for like seven hours. Leave my home. And so Player X and Simon go outside and like... I, I, I get me some booty and fucking, like, eat food, and then I'm, I'm trying to go to bed, and I walk upstairs, like, three hours later and look outside, and those motherfuckers are still standing out on my lawn, <laughs> just, like, chatting in the darkness, <laughs> and apparently they just had continued... It's because we were going to do a little solo session for me because I'd gone. I was off doing Order of the Phoenix stuff. You yeah, were still at Hogwarts. Right, right, right. And I was chilling with Snape. So... Oh, he legit. He must have legit. No, he, that, you. no, that's what he did. Yeah. Okay. So I'm in his house. <laughs> I'm in. I'm no. I'm in. I'm in the the Order of the Phoenix, whatever it was called, the, yeah, the yeah, headquarters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Snape uses legitimacy on me, and and previously it it had been used on you, yeah. I think, and so like you had way higher magic than I did, uh, so it was more justified even with the low rolls. But I had shit for legitimate. So he, he just saw everything. And instantly he drew his wand on me. And, oh God, I can't remember what happened. I, I like, transfigured. He, he, he like, sectum-sempered me yeah. at the same instant that I, legilim- I, I transfigured a candlestick holder and spiked it straight into his skull. And so I was just like, I just was just on the ground bleeding to death. So I drank the unicorn blood <laughs> to keep myself alive. Which, uh, I, it, it fractured his soul even more. Yep. And therefore lowered his magic ability even more. Yep. <sighs> and, and we ended after, after, as I was bleeding out on the floor. That was the end of our solo session. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. okay so snape is dead yes uh dumbledore is solo hunting horcruxes at this point and he approaches me after classes one day and he's like hey man i uh uh, my potions guy just died and i have this problem and he shows me his hand which has the cursed ring on it from the whatever whatever book of fucking harry potter yeah, and at this point, at this point, Dumbledore was suspicious as fuck with about me. <laughs> like I'd, I'd abandoned teaching, and I was just like gone. Uh huh. He still was was a okay with you. <laughs> he was asking me some questions, which you know my character didn't know, so he couldn't mind, mind read me about that shit. And then uh, uh, he was like, "Okay, I got this cursed hand. Uh, can you make like a potion to help me with this?" My friend was, and I was like. 
no. And then he legitimates me again and rolled a natural one again. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, oh man, Player X was furious. Absolutely fucking furious about that. And like, so it ended up, the, the, the whole Dumbledore arc ended with us, I think just me, going with him on an adventure to find a Horcrux. And like, he was struggling with the curse and I, I like, he was asking for help and I just didn't help him. And we just like apparated away. And you let him die. Yeah, he, he probably died. Maybe it, was, it, it wasn't doesn't clear. matter. It, it wasn't clear. It doesn't matter <laughs> because <laughs> we we had been still working on our uh, on our dimensional research, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which uh, so of course when we came back to Hogwarts, we instantly found the room of requirement again and then set up shop in there again. And the way we got into Hogwarts, I should say, it was locked up, and so I remembered the exact window that that Hermione had been able to use um, Alohomora on to open uh, Sirius Black's... Like, because he was being what held... the fuck? <laughs> he was being held in this one specific room in, uh, in, in the book. And I remembered, it was like, it, which, which window it was. And I was like... And because he wasn't letting us get inside because of all the magical enchantments. I was like, well, Hermione you used are... this window... <laughs> You are the worst player. I am. I am a terrible player. I admit that is I am, awful. I am the worst. I, I did not remember that. I, I holy shit. And so and and I was like, well, it's the same window. I just happened to choose that window to try to get into. Wow. And player X allowed it. Yeah, which course. was total bullshit. He should have shut me down one hundred percent. But whatever. Okay. So 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 we have. Our new third-gen scientific laboratory set up in the room of requirement in this alternate dimension. And one of the things that we did under Dumbledore's nose when he failed one of his many legilimens checks is uh, uh, murdered and harvested the blood of a unicorn to use in magical practices. Yep. And uh, so, so Player X baited me. He was like... You need to tell me more specifically what you do to experiment with this stuff magically. And I'm like, okay. So I wrote him a poem. I drew the sigil. Uh, I drew the random magical sigil because I'm, I'm a little artsy, you know. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to have a, a, a visual representation. And I wrote like a short, like one paragraph poem that was the quote-unquote spell, and then I set it up in the Room of Requirement. And we also had the same spell set up in our Japan base? Something like that. Yeah, I think it was set up in two different places. Yeah, because we wanted to try to create, like, I don't know. We were trying to get back to our original dimension. Yeah. Because Dumbledore scared us, and we didn't know where he was. But the thing was, is that... The room of requirement is a dimensional room because it can transform into anything that the the user wants. Yeah, so it's a it's a nexus of dimensions, just like infinite universes con- confined in this one stupid plot contrivance. <laughs> and uh, so we activate 
the magical whatever and i read my my stupid little poem that apparently he wasn't impressed with it at all which i'm very offended about rumpf <laughs> and and uh so we do it and he immediately lights up because finally he has tricked us into the end of the story and he's like okay so out of the magical circle that you have made a a quilt of different windows into parallel universes just sprout out and fill up your vision and continue sprouting out and uh and envelop the entire world and you are sucked violently into one of them and you land on a boat and the boat is full of armed guards who are looking very angrily down at you and you're wearing a collar with a little blinking light on it and you're like hey hey what the fuck's going on and the guards smack you in the face and they're like oh you suck and I'm like, uh, what, what, what? And, and then they dump you off on a beach. And then Player X cackles and says that you are in the Battle Royale universe. The, uni <laughs> the Battle Royale universe. So we are in Japan being sacrificed for the Battle Royale. And none of our magic works. None of our magic works. Magic doesn't work in this universe. And, that, and then it just ended. Yeah, he didn't even kill us. He just dropped us on the beach and then left. He was like, okay, the end. And I'm like, uh... <laughs> Battle Royale ending completed. Yeah. Like, we had guns, is the thing. We probably would have won that battle royale. <laughs> I had, like, a Mac 10 and you still had, like, pistols and shit on you. And I had massive athletics. Yeah. But. So we would have been fine. Maybe. I mean, it doesn't matter. It that, doesn't. That was a cop-out ending. And that, that was our, was our, I've almost said Star Wars. That was our Harry Potter game. It's basically Star Wars. Yeah. Wands instead of lightsabers. Yep. <laughs> And what a Harry Potter game. Yeah, I really enjoyed that one. It was a good time. How long do you think that took us overall? I don't know. A month or two? More than that? Three months? More than that. It went on for a bit. Maybe yeah, three okay. months. Yeah. Three months of meeting every week. A lot happened in that game. We, we were doing long sessions. We were. It was a good time. Lessons learned. Uh, Never listen to players. Never listen to players. Always punish players. <laughs> no, no, no. You should listen to players, but um, especially, I think, in established universes, players are going to try to get away with everything they can. And you really need to make it clear that if you don't want shit like that to happen, you need to make it clear that... Just, just be like, yeah. Just, like, play in the spirit of the game. Not like us. Don't <laughs> abuse the game <laughs> like, like, like we did. And make it clear that, you know... Again, you'll let players do what they want to do and let them drive the story and have fun, but don't let them use, like, don't let them metagame to that extent. Don't let them pretend that they've seen as a character all the movies of the source material you're trying to use. Yeah. It'll just not be a fun game. And also, always never do it in the de facto established canon always do an alternate universe where you can add in twists and tricks to trip your players up and and change the story so they don't know exactly what's going to happen yeah and don't be afraid to draw a line at real bullshit like my window into hogwarts thing yes yes and don't let your players if you're using a dice system ask to roll for their skill over and over and over again uh 
They and, will. And be aware of the dangers of D20 systems. Yep, D20 systems suck. Because <laughs> they can... That is a grand story for another time, but D20 systems have their problems. Yeah. In creating a cohesive story. But, but, that game was still legendary. Yep, this is a good time. Makes, yep, yep, yep. I like that game. So, uh, so in conclusion... Be nice to your game masters. Don't metagame to that extent, especially if they're new and they don't know how to hone, reel you in. But if you do get away with it and you are a bad person, you do it anyways. It can create some of the most memorable games you've ever played. Well, that's, that's just, don't, don't, don't listen to him. Be good. Don't do that. Stop it. You're a bad boy. You're a bad player. <laughs> I am a bad player. I am a bad player. But again, no, it was it was a long time ago. It was a, it was a long, long time, time ago. ago. It justifies all of the atrocities. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I will say sayonara. Goodbye. And we'll see you next time. Thank you to Kevin McLeod for the use of his music in the intro and outro of this podcast. You'll find a link to the specific track used in the description.